Welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. This is episode 159. Thank you for joining us today. We have been busy with life. Yes. We've had a lot of life on the hands. Yeah. A lot of life in our hands. Uh, yeah, sure. And a lot of life around our hands, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Life. So what's been going on? Tell us. Do you want the good things? Let's let's start with the good things because there's been some really good stuff happening. Yeah. yeah. There's always nice things. Mm-hmm. Um, so our daughter got married. Hurrah! <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. That was beautiful. It was much, much needed, lovely, celebratory family stuff, which is all really important. Yeah, it was absolutely lovely. I got to give her away. It was a really big milestone, uh, not only for her, but as us as parents, I think. Yeah, we Ah. can now resolve any responsibilities or duties that we may (laughs) have whatsoever. Absolve. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. Just I was so excited in the news that I don't have to do anything anymore. What if you've adulted? Yeah. (laughs) Achievement unlocked. Well, I think that's like levelled up significantly because it means as parents we must have done good. Yeah, we must have done something right. Because we've successfully adulted our way through two decades of parenting and more. And yeah, we had a really lovely day. Yeah. Gorgeous. Absolutely much, lovely. Much needed. I, there, was, there were a couple of highlights that I want to okay. mention. So obviously that she looked lovely and, and he looked really nice and they did a, you know, it was a really swift ceremony, which was yeah. joyous. Beautiful. And I found a dress. You found a dress, which I don't think you've yet to do for the next event that we've got. Oh, hush your pretty mouth. <laughs> over a week's time. I think what was really nice is that she danced with her brother at one point. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, to McFly's It's All About You. Oh. And Mrs. H was an absolute wreck. Yeah, I was. You're it crying. You're pretty little right eyes in out. the feels. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I think I, I must have see, seen you cry about 20 times over the course <laughs> of the day. But that one in particular, where these two oh, adults so basically lovely. were just dancing together and not trying to kill each other yeah. and having the best of days was, was marvellous. Parent yeah. goals. There we go. We, we nailed it's it. It's all very important. And I got to see my sister as well, who I haven't yeah. seen for ages. So it was it lovely was to catch up with her. It was a lovely day and yeah. it was much, much needed. And it was lovely to have my little family bubble back with me and yeah, just enjoy the, the lovely things that happen in life. And I think this this was a particularly, uh, it, was, it was a wonderful day, but it was tinged with a little bit of sadness. And part of that was actually that Mrs. H's dad wasn't able to to attend because he's been pretty poorly lately. Poor old dad. He is not in a good way, bless him. And that's the other thing about life. It's, um, you know, it's, it's full of lovely things, but also, you know, it's just a reminder that, yeah, parents get a bit older, the age that we are now. And yeah, he's, he's not well. He's in hospital. Bless him. So, yeah, it, it was kind of difficult, but we were able to see him before and after the, the wedding yeah, and yeah. share pictures with him and our daughter was able to see him and stuff. So that was that was at least some positive out of it. And, and he's reminding me how grumpy he is about being there. <laughs> Every available opportunity. So Yeah, he doesn't like being in hospital at all. And Who does? Do, but, you Who know, he, he likes it less than most, to be fair. 
So we're all getting set for our next event mm. for the Hot Summer Nights, which is in just over a week when we're recording this. Oh my God. I haven't got an outfit. I know you haven't got an outfit. So I've had stuff going on. You know, don't task me with too many outfits to find. I had to find another outfit. <laughs> well, you, you've got to get your finger yes, out of your ass yes. and get moving on this one. Yes, I shall do it. It will be magnificent, whatever it is. I'm sure it will be, but you need to sort it out. You know I love the adrenaline rush of leaving it for last minute. No, you don't, because you just have a hissy fit. <laughs> what I will not be doing is you having a hissy fit while we're packing the car to leave because you haven't decided what you're going to wear. If I haven't found an outfit by that juncture, then I'm afraid you will be going alone. <laughs> yes, I am also afraid that I will be going alone at that point. But that's fine. I, I'm sure I'll be fine. It'll all be good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. So we've got that coming up. Yes. Then, like the following weekend, we're off catching up with some friends. And then mm -hmm. the weekend after that, we've got our Going Dutch trip as well. So yeah. it's going to be a really busy few weeks. So... You know, we're going to try and do our very best to podcast and, and produce some content. Yeah, July is going to be mega busy. Yeah, hopefully it will be uh, a wonderful, wonderful time each, mm. each way around. So, uh, okay. So what I want to do before we jump into this episode, okay. right? Okay. You're looking worried. I was it worried. I know you look worried. <laughs> well, you're throwing <laughs> something into here that I don't know what it is no, no, next. No, no. So the, the, this whole episode is yes. about... Well, it's about clubs. That was very good club singing. It was. Yes, it's a good little Reeves and Mortimer throwback there. What's a club? Yeah. <laughs> so one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about clubs is actually because we get a lot of messages on Twitter, email, fab, mm. and God knows what else about people, and, and I'm not humble, humble bragging about how insanely popular that we are. I was going to say, I don't reply to any of these messages. Well, I know you don't. So I thought rather than having <laughs> to reply to all of them, what I could do is just post a link to an episode and say, hey, these are our three favourite clubs in the UK. Now, this isn't to say that other clubs exist or that we don't enjoy other clubs or other clubs aren't all right or that we've visited every single club. Club, 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 club. And there's many clubs we haven't visited yet. Yeah. And there's so more... who knows? There may be more favourites. Well, I think this is true. And after we've got a number of events done, yeah. I think we'll be looking to go out and, and visit some more clubs, explore some different ones that we've not been to. But at the moment, we've, we, we've picked our three favourite clubs and sure. the reason we Yeah, sure, we have. <laughs> well, say we. Well, you'll agree with me because, you know, I've written what? some notes down and, and they're going to be quality. Okay. Yeah. I will agree with you. Like Probably. Well, well, what if I've got a favourite club that's not in the UK? Well. Can I not have it as a favourite? Well, the question was, what are our favourite three clubs in the UK? All right, fine. You so did tell me that. So if they're not in the UK, then they're not in my answer. Okay, then. Right? Because yes. often we get people that are travelling to the UK or are new and are looking to explore their local club Fine, or, their, or what they fair. consider to be the I best club. this is accurate. Okay. Yeah. Or are your knickers still in a twist? Are you still being grouchy? quickly go and think of my top three favourite Go and eat clubs. some gluten. Go on. <laughs> oh, okay. God, no. Have <laughs> you eaten enough bloody gluten oh, after the last few weeks? That was the other bad thing that happened. I knowingly ingested some gluten. I fell off my wagon and I just wanted gluten. Oh, woe is me. Why is my tummy hurting? Oh, it's so foolish. Because, because you I had the it. gluten. I did it. It's my own fault. A risk I took. Exactly. Exactly. Mistake I should not repeat. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about our three favourite clubs. And I say ours because these are ones that we've talked about before. So there's going to be a little bit of a repeat here. But I think we, we often get this question and we get it so frequently that it was worth pulling it all together in terms of our three favourite clubs that we recommend. I've got three. I've just thought of them. Have you? 
Okay, so the first one that I'm going to talk about is Le Boudoir. God damn it, they're the same as mine. I know they're the same as yours because we are... I suppose they would be, actually. Yeah. We've been to them together. Uh, And we agree on most things. Maybe. We do. All right. Sure. (laughs) Especially once I've gaslit you enough, you tend to agree. Ah, ah, ah. Remember you said that these were your favourite three clubs and we had this conversation? (laughs) No, you did. So... Le Boudoir is the first one oh that I want to talk God, about. Yeah, Le Boudoir. So, so Le Boudoir is bang in the middle of London, right? <laughs> yes. Near Tower Bridge. Uh, yeah, sure. It makes sense. Are you sure? I don't know where it is. It's in London. Okay. Before we go into the details about it yeah. and the actual club itself, how would you describe it? What is the feeling of Le Boudoir to you? Elegant. Elegant. Classy and top end. This sounds like a really shit commercial for a fragrance. <laughs> Elegant. Classy. <laughs> Top end. This is not just M&S food. <laughs> um, I'll tell you for why. Tell can me I, for can why. I tell you for why? Please do. So when we first started venturing out and deciding that going to clubs was somewhere on our radar, yeah. I, rightly or wrongly, formed an impression that all, all clubs out there would probably make me shudder because... What I don't want is to go to an establishment which, okay, is going to potentially cater for our needs. And I accept that the hobby we have is something that can be viewed as clandestine and not for public consumption, maybe. I accept that. But what I don't want to do is walk into an establishment and be made to feel that enjoyment of my hobby should render me feeling like some dregs of society and feeling like I've been shunted into this dark and dingy, salacious kind of environment Mm -hmm. because that's the perception that the media perpetuates, that this is what you associate with swingers and with people who want to have sex with other people. And I think I formed the impression that clubs might make me feel that way and I didn't want to go somewhere to get my rocks off in somewhere that would make me feel like I was anything less than someone who's allowed to enjoy a hobby without feeling like that. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised, I think, when I went into some of the clubs have not made me feel that way. And I think that's what I look for when I go into a club now. I want to be made to feel like my hobby isn't grotty in some way. I want to feel I sexy. And I want to enjoy my hobby for what it is, which is I want to feel sexy and do it in a a really classy way if I can, because that's kind of reflects my personality and it reflects the enjoyment I get out of what I do. So Le Boudoir for me gives me the vibe of it doesn't have to look shit. (laughs) It doesn't have to make you feel like you're shuffling into, you know, a kind of really dark and dingy, horrid sex place. I think the vibe that I get from Le Boudoir is very much a, like you say, a classy one and quite an elegant and sophisticated yeah. club. And, it, you know, it, it's not massively different or parts of it aren't massively different from a sort of really nice cocktail bar or whatever or something to that effect. Yeah. Or at least there's enough of the, the establishment there that will make you feel like you don't have to feel like you're in a sex space. Yeah. And yes, there are areas of the clubs which are absolutely more uh, designed, more in mind with kind of, you know, maybe some kink and some dungeon stuff. And I accept that that has its place and it has a particular look and appeal. Um, But I don't have to go in those areas because it's not my thing anyway. And I accept that sometimes there's only so much you can do to kind of house that equipment without it 
obviously looking like a place <laughs> where people will frequent to have sex. I understand that. But for the most part, Le Boudoir makes me feel like I'm, I could just be there having a nice drink, having some cocktails. There's a lovely bar. There's a lovely area to have a drink in. And if you really wanted to, you could actually stay in all those areas all night and still have a really great time. And there's lots of nice little areas that are set off from the sort of eyes where you can enjoy yourself a little more intimately. So I'll give you some facts about Le Boudoir and mm. some details that might help. And then we'll, we'll cover what, what we think is great and what we think is less good so that people get like a decent impression of it. So I uh, had a look at ticket costs and for sort of a Saturday with registered couples, it was about 90 quid. So that for kind London, of, for that's, London that's, right. that's not too bad. Obviously, London tends to inflate prices naturally. It has a whole host of different events from sort of hot wife, interracial parties, all that sort of stuff. Mm. I think many of the clubs that we're going to be talking about this evening do host a variety of different styles yeah. of event. And it's really important before you go to check what sort of event it's going to be on that night. Mm. That's also very true. Some of them host uh, kink nights, BDSM nights. and Bye nights. Yeah, all and- sorts of different things. So, but they definitely do host a variety of them, which is the main thing that we were looking for when we're looking at this this sort of review or cover. Mm-hmm. Now they have a, a bar; they do have an actual bar in there, so it's not really a bring your own bar. bottle. It's really service. lovely, really lovely, really good drinks. Quite reasonable. I mean, again, quite reasonable for London prices. <laughs> it's got a group room. It's got three private playrooms, including like the uh, officey headmastery mm-hmm. kind of room, which is cool. It's got lots of little nooks and crannies and a dungeon. And it's lockers, lots of lockers and it's got a dance floor. It's actually pretty nicely set up. I think it's mm. one of the better clubs, you know, that, hence why we're talking about it today. I think it does offer, it feels like a very good experience, but I do think you end up paying for that. And of course, the, I think the thing about this particular club is, is that because you're going into London and for us in particular, so we're on the South Coast, we have to travel to London. So to get there, we have to catch a train or yeah. we could drive at some great expense and and horrible travel. And then you realistically need to have a London priced hotel nearby to be able to go and visit the club. Yeah. Now, if you're already staying in London, it's a great option. But if you have to travel to get there, that can mean that the expenses add up quite substantially for going out for that mm, night. I would agree. You wouldn't just pop along to the boudoir where we are, certainly, because it can be quite cost prohibitive to make a good weekend of it. You'd have to really decide to have a good weekend and make the most of it. Yeah. And again, like many other sites or many other clubs, they also host their own sort of chat groups and stuff that you mm. can be a member of and you can pay extra to be part of that. And there's all sorts of trips and stuff that they offer. I think broadly, though, it's it's a really nice club. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's that many playrooms, but there are enough there. So if you are, if it's a relatively average night, I think you'll be fine getting a private playroom mm. if that's your, that, that's what you're after. But there's also some open space to play in as well. Like the catacombs. Yeah, like the catacombs, which are sort of semi-hidden, but also open as well. Yeah. So what I'd say is I I think this is a really good club. It's pretty welcoming to newbies. The owners are on point. They're really helpful. The security is really good there. Uh, We've hosted events there. So, you know, as a mark of kind of, is it any good? I'd say, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. Yeah. So the next club that I want to talk about is Vanilla Alternative. Knew it. You knew it, did Not you? Not even seen your list. Not even seen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so Vanilla Alternative. I mean, we've it's been in. Uh, it was in our theme song, the intro for mm. for a number of years, and and for a long time was our our most favourite of clubs, really. Yeah. And I think part of that is because it's it was the one of the first decent clubs that we went to. 
I would agree. I would agree. It it felt different when we walked in there that first time. Uh, and we actually, and it goes back to me feeling, I don't want to feel like a sex person. <laughs> and when I went in there for the first time, I was so, so relieved to find that it looked normal when you go in. There's like a lovely welcoming bar area and there were nice settees you could sit at. It it didn't completely derail me with feeling like I was I was feeling like a like like I said, like one of those dregs of society that is forced to enjoy their clandestine hobby behind closed doors. <laughs> and I understand that some people like that feeling of, oh, this is all a bit naughty. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I also want to feel like I'm if I'm gonna dress up and look the part, I wanna also be in a surrounding that kind of reflects that as well. And this is a really lovely, well laid out club. Um, it's all pretty much on like one level as well. I think there's no kind of like what we didn't say about the boudoir actually is it's treacherous stairways. <laughs> yeah, it, it is on several floors, whereas Which vanilla is quirky alternative and really cool because there's lots of winding little corridory bits and stairs. But actually, this is really good to navigate in vanilla alternative because it is all literally on one level. It is. So a little bit about Vanilla Alternative. So it's you can stay there for the night. Which is a really, really, really good bonus about the whole thing. And There's not many rooms, though. 13, maybe? 13 or so rooms. They're very, very reasonable. And what I like about having the rooms on site is they actually, they, they act as a private room for you as well. So yeah. if you want to play privately, then you can take people back to your room. Yeah. But the rest of VA is open plan. Mm. So there is no escape privacy. Or, or privacy. It's all out in the open. So it does have an outside area as well, a really lovely outside mm. space. It's got one of the best hot tubs I've seen, certainly in the UK. It's a giant sized thing. I really love that hot tub. <laughs> and it's got lots of play areas and lots mm. of sections. It's got a dungeon. It's got a disco or dancing area. It's got food there as well, yep. which I don't think... Um, the boudoir does. So they do bring out food yeah. in, in VA depending on the night. Um, in terms of costs, so actually the other thing I should mention is they, they are a fully licensed bar as well. Yeah. Some good drinks there, very reasonable. They do offer a shuttle bus. So if you're not staying on mm -hmm. the at, on the premises, you they, they will shuttle you back and forth. I think there's a cost involved for that. Cost-wise, I had a look at a couple of different nights and it was like 45 quid for a couple, which is actually a lot more reasonable. Yeah. So... It does come down in price. Again, there's loads and loads of events that they run. So mm -hmm. probably more than Le Boudoir, I'd say, in terms of the variety of events. Mm. And sometimes they do, again, sort of like takeover-y type things where it's, um, it's, it's run, isn't it, by a specific party host or something. Yeah, they have guests that, yeah. that run, run the night there. I think often they, they don't do sort of full takeovers. They just have mm. a takeover for a period of time. Yeah. And then regular guests can come in or regular guests can just turn up on the door. Yeah. But often those ticket sales are done separately. And the top, top quality um, element of Vanilla Alternative is there is a cat there. Yes, I'm aware of the cat. I would not say that it is the most top of all elements. The cat is top draw, frankly. And I <laughs> love the fact that the cat exists there. Doesn't get involved. It is just very much an observatory capacity of feline. And it just wanders in and out. Does its own thing. <laughs> I personally fucking love that cat. I will always go and say hello to it when I'm there. And it always likes to come say hello to me. <laughs> well, thank you for that little <laughs> Can bit Can of... I pick a favourite club? Well, uh, in a second, I'm not finished talking about Vanilla well, Alternative when yet. When it's my turn, yeah. can I pick a favourite club? 
it's probably going to be the one that I've picked next. Well, I can't see what's on your list. Well, okay. but So we'll, I'm going to pick one. Yes. Can we just talk about Vanilla Alternative first, though? Yeah. So one of the things that I really like about Vanilla Alternative is that it's very welcoming. It's really good for, for new folks coming in. But the flip side of that is is actually that there isn't any private space for you to go and retreat to and and, yeah. and have a private conversation. So if you do need to sort of check in with your partner, you kind of end up having to try and find a bit of a corner of the room or or kind of um, shimmy off to the side or go outside the smoking area or go outside in the garden area or whatever so yeah, you can actually have that, that conversation and check in. And often that's not a massive problem because there's plenty of space mm-hmm. there. It's a huge place. If being watched isn't your thing, if you're not an exhibitionist, mm-hmm. then it can be a little bit off-putting. And I think the last time we went there, or one of the last times we went there, we we started playing a little bit in one of the little corridor areas. And before we knew it, there was like a gathering of quite a few people watching us, which for me isn't isn't my jam. So when we go there, we tend to get a room on site yeah. because actually it's much more convenient. If you want to play with somebody, you can go, hey, can we go back to our room and enjoy yeah. that? I think the rooms are really good. That offers a lot of value. And it does mean that when you're done, you can just shimmy on up to your room <laughs> and away you go. You've got to remember the flip side, of it, though, that, that it could be if you go to bed fairly early, you're going to hear a club in full swing <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> so the chances of getting a good night's sleep, you know, up until about 3, 4 a.m., a slim, I would suggest. Yeah, it depends where your room's located. But there's some really excellent rooms and quite a few of them are on sweet ones. Yeah. And there's on-site parking as well, yeah. which really helps. Yeah, that's really helpful. Throughout the course of the year, they host a variety of different sort of events, including their sort of festival of a festival of fun type thing, mm. which is kind of like a, well, it is a festival. It's a sort of swinging festival, which it uses the building, the outside, and they have acts and all sorts of things that are going on. We haven't attended one of these, but we have heard from people that We've have. We've heard very good things and, about and them. And heard I, really good we things. We keep meaning to try and do it. But. Yeah. But as ever, we're busy all over the time. <laughs> so, you know, let's, let's, let's cross that bridge when we come to it. The other thing about VA is, is actually it, it feels really nice as a club. It feels very welcoming. Mm. It's nicely decorated. Yeah, it's not, it it's not as I would say, as elegant, for example, as the Boudoir, but it's also a, a cut above most other clubs that we've been to. So it's just a, a slight, it's a little bit more comfortable, I would say. Actually, for newcomers, I, I know it hasn't got any privacy, like you say, and I understand that that's a bit daunting. But also, as a newbie, you might just you might just take a lot of um, enjoyment from just wandering around and being able to just watch what's going on without fear that you're intruding on people because it's in an open area. Um, and if people want to be intimate, then they'll go and find an intimate room. But so it's quite a nice way of just observing what actually happens in a club environment. And if you just need to have a little walk around and see what happens with no pressure, it's actually quite good because you can just walk around without yeah, being I, I agree. seen too much. I think the hot tub also helps mm. for that. I think it's a really nice icebreaker, icebreaker quite literally, because the ice would melt <laughs> in there. But it's a really good means of just sort of hanging out, watching the world go by and chatting to people that are just relaxing, particularly as the night goes on. Yeah. As people I are sort agree. of chilling out and they jump in the hot tub before they head off. It's, it's a really good place to sort of hang out and, and have a bit of a conversation. Yeah. Get super busy, but then it like literally everyone disappears and you're like, yay, hot tub. And then before you know it, it's full up again. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> does. really strange. Literally comes in waves. Yeah. Nice showers though. <laughs> Very nice showers. Yeah. Hmm. So, Mrs. H, you wanted to pick the yes, third club. Yes, can I pick one? You can pick one. And it's 
going to be the same one. It's going to be the same one. Yes. I'm picking penthouse playrooms. That's literally what I have written down. Is it literally what you've written down? Which is just as well because I can give you some details about them. Well, you can in a minute. Can I? In a minute. (laughs) Can I give the details first? Then you can do your your thought process on it. All right. But only because you asked nice. Oh, thank you very much. So cost varies on the night, depending on what sort of event, whether it's a takeover or whatever. We should say it's in Luton. Sorry? We didn't say it's in Luton. Okay. Well, I was going to get It's in Luton. It's in Luton. (laughs) Penthouse playrooms. Right. Sort of Dunstable, Luton area. Yes. Sorry, we should have said. Yes. So that's, uh, it's 30 to 40 quid, depending on the event. Well, that's one of some of the typical prices that, that I've seen on the site. Uh, it doesn't have any on-site rooms in terms of being able to stay there. So much like Le Boudoir, if you want to stay there, you've got to find your mm. own hotel and travel there. The good news is because you're a bit further out of London, the hotels are slightly cheaper yeah. as a result of that. Not much, but a little bit cheaper. Now, it has a bunch of actual rooms there. It is a labyrinthian pantheon of Rooms. Playrooms. Yes, of playrooms <laughs> and private rooms, everything from a cinema room uh, to it has a, its own bar, licensed bar, of course. It has group rooms, it has glory halls, it has cubby halls, it has couples areas, it has themed rooms. So many rooms. It's so many rooms. It's easy to get lost. It has a, a really funky sort of little disco area that's very sort of sort of modern 70s, I guess, is the nicest way of describing it. Mm, it's got a pole. It has a dungeon. It has hot tubs, two hot tubs. Mm, sort they're of wet quite new, area. aren't they? They are quite new. And they're still improving it. They've made some changes to the dungeon mm, quite recently. Loads of lockers. And it has loads of lockers. Not mm. enough for everybody in the club. It, sh- it should be. Lovely bathrooms. Okay, that's very, very specific. Well, interestingly, you know, when you go to these clubs, obviously you're going to be going to the bathroom quite a bit if you have a night, if you're having a few drinks and whatnot and touching up makeup or whatever you're doing. Touching up what? Uh, makeup, makeup. Okay. <laughs> And, um, and actually, Penthouse Playroom's bathroom is really funky. It's one of the nicest, bigger, uh, certainly ladies, but I can't speak for the men's bathroom, but the ladies' bathroom is really, really nice. It's got like a funky sort of uh, tiled peel. It's got mirrors everywhere. It's, it's got loads of cubicles. It's lovely, really nice. And again, this is on a couple of levels. So there are a number of steps. A couple of levels. There's a couple of levels. Oh my goodness. There, there are some treacherous Never steps. Never climb so many bloody stairs. Well, I, I don't think there's that many. Once you're on the main section, you pretty much stay there. There's a few it, little up and downy steps here and there that catch you out. Yeah. You've got to be really careful if you're wearing high heels. It also has a food truck that comes for most nights. So whilst they don't provide you with a buffet or something like that, you can go out and typically grab some food. While you're really good club, food as well. Which was really good. And there's sort of like an outside communal sort of smoking area as well, which is which and is really nice. I know we don't use that area, but it's actually lovely. There's heaters out there, loads of nice seats. Um some people I think pretty much spent their whole night out in the smoking area. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's it's definitely a place to go and hang out anyway. You're not a smoker, it's just really chilled out. So if you were to, s- to describe the vibe of penthouse playrooms, what what would be the your words that uh, you'd Right, okay. I would describe it as quirky, mm-hmm. um, fun, yeah. like it's got real playful, fun vibe and quirky, fun, different. Because every room seems to be, even though there's a, like a bit of a theme running, it still shocks me every time I go in all these different rooms and they've all got something slightly different about them, Yeah, which I really love the kind of the surprise element of can't remember where I'm going. Oh, I've ended up in a different room. Oh, this is a cool room. <laughs> so I, I kind of like the fun element of exploring 
um, kind of going into all the, as you say, a real labyrinth of rooms and not quite knowing what you're going to end up with. Some are very tiny, um, which is fine because if it's only two of you, then you don't really need a big room. But if it's like a bunch of you, then, you know, some of the rooms are much bigger and designed for much bigger play. But also I really love the fact that in the main area where the bar is, there's a lovely sort of nice uh, dimly lit area towards the back where there's a nice big table and loads of settees and a great big like glitter ball going on. And it really looks quite bling. It's, it's really lovely. And I like the fact that, again, there's another little Wendy house, I call it, <laughs> opposite there. So you can kind of hide away in there and there's more cushions. And the whole thing's just got this real sort of fun bling element to it, which is quite surprising because you just don't know what to expect in the heart of Luton. And then you go in and it's like, oh, this is really cool. I see what we're trying to do here. It's, it's a really cute theme. I think more than the other two clubs, Penthouse Playroom seems to have designed the, the, the sort of bar area to be a space where you can chat and have a conversation and get to know people better. Certainly the boudoir has a sort of that whole mezzanine thing and a, mm. and a seating area in front of the bar. The mezzanine bit feels very much about watching what's going on below. Oh, yes, it does. It feels it very runs like across the top, doesn't yeah, it? Like yeah, like you're looking at people dance or chat or whatever. Mm. And the bit down the bottom feels like you're sort of sat there and yeah, you're, you're kind being of watched. It's a, bit, a bit about being watched, but also it's because it's in right next to the dance floor, it's incredibly noisy. And VA is very similar in that it has a small sort of seated area. Um, it does have a couples area where it, it's a bit more, it's a bit easier to have a conversation. Yeah. But if you want to hear yourself, you've got to go down there. <laughs> yeah. But it certainly feels like if you're just sitting near the bar, then you wouldn't be able to hear very much. And I found with penthouse playrooms, you only have to go to that end of that little bit of uh, yeah. at, at the bar or, or in that little Wendy house, as you call it. And actually you can, mm. you can hear people just about and you can have something of a conversation, which is really useful. You can. And I think it's really important. I know a lot of clubs tend to like really thump the music out because they want to get people having some kind of sexy energy on the dance floor, which is great if that's your bag. I don't like it because I, I go for the, that whole cerebral co connection with talking and I love talking to people. So it renders it impossible if there's music like belting out all night. So I like an area that is just a little bit quieter so I can hear people. So that little area at the front is is excellent for that kind of hiding away and having conversations. I, I think it's a, a really good little, little venue. In fact, I say little, it's, it's quite huge once huge, you get inside really it. Huge. And I'd say actually all three offer something slightly different. I think, you know, sort of Le Boudoir offers that sort of level of sophistication and I feel like a grown-up, you know, like you are doing something that is um, not clandestine, but sort of elegant and off the books and naughty yeah. and seduction, all that kind of vibe with it. I think VA feels very sort of open and very, um, here is the, you know, it's like almost saying like, here's the lifestyle. This is it laid out mm -hmm. for you. Um, enjoy it. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel as sultry. It doesn't feel as fun, but it feels somewhere in between. It feels very normalizing in a way in a good way i think yeah and i think penthouse playrooms brings a lot of fun to its character and it, even the dungeon sort of feels in fact a lot of penthouse playrooms and we said this before feels like you're in the queue for a sort of disney ride and it has ride, yeah. yeah it's got almost that sort of sensibility it entertains to it. you all the way through doesn't it, it it really does you can get lost in it quite easily i think oh I, I did several times and <laughs> and the, the funny thing is every time i go sort of to the bathroom i end up coming back a different way 
And all, all the routes kind of ultimately lead into one area eventually. So you, you don't really get truly lost, but you end up going a roundabout way. Um, and then you find another little area like, oh, this is the bit I meant to find before. <laughs> this is cool. But what I like about Penthouse is it doesn't, doesn't pretend to be something it's not. So you, you're kind of, you're going in with it. Well, obviously this is what this place is for. It's designed to give you an experience where you can have a sexual encounter with somebody and you can do it in one of these many rooms if you like, or you can hang out in the bar, but it does it in a really playful way. So it almost celebrates it for me. It gives you like the opportunities to like sit on a great big throne or like, you know, walk around and look at very, very cool, sexy images on the wall all the way around of, you know, various sexy acts and quotes and names everywhere it's it's really fun i like i really love the feel of it it, it feels like a very fun welcoming place to be i agree i think you know i, I think all, all three offer something very different but certainly penthouse has offered us a, a, a lot of fun on our visits yeah i would agree now i'm not gonna sort of go down and knock other other clubs i really don't oh. want to go down and, and and slate various other places that we've been to i think there is an honorable mention to to go with and that would be townhouse for me and sort of near liverpool i think that's a really nice club and with an owner that's really knows her staff yes. so i would say if you're in that area that would certainly be one that i'd recommend i want to go back there because it's it's so long since we went and i think the problem is the night that we went was definitely a themed night that wasn't quite I couldn't really fit into either. Yeah, it was a sort of kink <laughs> swirl night, swirl. which which wasn't sort of our jam particularly. But interestingly, it was sort of when it came to playtime, it was like everyone just disappeared. Yeah, and I'd like to go back now with the knowledge of knowing probably what I should do more of in a club and maybe having a little bit more, um, you know, savviness about my my um, my thoughts when I go to a club. Because last time I just literally hid in a corner in Safnacetti and wouldn't really interact because that was my fault. And I think I could have got more out of it. It's, so I'd like all, to go back and experience it in a different way at some point. It's all too easy to do that. I think when you come to a it's club. It's very we, easy to do that and hide and be nervous and think, I'm not going to talk to anyone. <laughs> but also you are there, so you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't want to go back to the the, the top tips for surviving a no, club night. No, we've, no. we've done that and we did that earlier in the year or last year with, with Kate and covered that quite substantially, I think. But I really wanted to answer that question because actually we get this this so many times. And I would say those are the ones that we've certainly, I mean, we've hosted events or three three clubs. Yeah. So we've, we've not only experienced them as punters, as, as in we've yeah. just turned up and experienced them, um, but we've also experienced them as sort of people running an event there and working with the management. And all three have been really good. I'm super excited to go back to um, Penthouse Playrooms for our next event. Yeah, well, we're going to be there in just over a week when you'll have no outfit, apparently, which is going to be <laughs> fantastic. Looking forward to that. I'll just blend into one of the fun golden rooms there. Spray myself gold. Spray so like C3PO. Yeah. You tend no, to act I like C3PO. I would have gone with gold finger, maybe. Gold member? No, that's very different. I'm talking about gold finger, or am I talking about a different James Bond film? Gold fingers, where the it lady is splayed gold. Where she's gold. Splayed gold, yeah. Yeah, but then she dies because obviously they don't leave like a tiny gap. So you know her suffocates. name isn't Goldfinger, right? I do realise that. I can't remember her actual name. <laughs> hey, hey you, you're that girl, Goldfinger. Get, get Goldfinger. Get over here, Goldfinger. <laughs> What's it like being covered in all that gold? Well, not great because she suffocated. Yes, I know. I'm aware of how the film goes. Thank you, dear, for sharing that little mm. thing with me. So before we wrap up, we mentioned earlier that we've got a few things coming up. So we've got... Oh, go on. I 
wanted to also say, All right. actually, whilst I'm on the subject of clubs and great clubs, I know it's not in the UK, but also I can't bloody wait to go back to the club in Holland. Which one? Uh, well, I've only been to one, which was fun for two. Yes. But we're also going to go to Fata Morgana. Excellent. Which also sounds great. I think it's going to be really interesting to check out other clubs. Yeah. And we've, we've been to clubs in the States and yeah. been to clubs in Australia. So it will be good. And Mexico. It will be yeah. good to sort of see a different club yeah. and see what it's like and see how the Europeans kind of go about it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward uh, to that. But also with a group of amazing friends. Uh, fun for two was great. It was. It was really good it was fun. It like such a lovely club. However, no high heels for you in that club. Oh. But that is a death trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It is a death yeah, trap. But now I'm looking forward to it. Okay, good. Sorry. Thanks yeah. for, for adding that in. So, you know, if you're in Holland, go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that helpful bit of diversion there, dear. Really, really appreciate that. So, yeah, so we've got our Hot Summer Nights party coming up in just over a week. It's going to be really awesome. I think we've pretty much sold all of the tickets. I think there's only a couple of left. It's like seven left. Five, I think, at the five. last count. Yeah, five couples tickets so at the time So maybe just of recording. a few so you can grab them. And a couple of hotel rooms left and that's it. Yeah. That's that's it done. Done. Well, I'm so looking forward to sort of doing that, doing the pre-party. Mm. I'm I may have to get people singing on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm driving the bus. Univanga bus. Yeah. Um so we've got that coming up. Then we've got a delightful trip into London to see some friends the following week, which is gonna be cool. Excellent stuff. We've got a week off, right? Yes. Which that's is gonna also be lovely. gonna be amazing. And then we've got the Dutch thing. So, and I can't wait to do that. That's going to be really awesome. Hang around with some really good friends. We've got a canal tour or an anal tour. I'm not sure which I read Would it wrong. Would you stop? There's a sea in front of it. <laughs> a what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a canal. It's not it's on the sea. It's definitely a canal. Not like a small river. Not an anal tour. <laughs> so we've got that coming up. So there's hopefully there's going to be plenty of stuff to talk about in the near future. Mm. But what I would say is, you know, people have written in to, to ask about the clubs. If you've got a question for us or if you've got a favourite club that you'd like to talk about and you'd like to share with us or you'd like us to visit at some point in the future, yeah. just get in touch. Sort of message us on Twitter if it's still around. <laughs> Thanks to Elon. Goodness. Message us on Instagram. That's definitely still around or on <laughs> Fab or any of the other platforms. Yeah. And uh, we'll be sure to get back and, to you. And uh, Mr. Rachel will probably get back to you. Yeah, I'll, probably. I'll, I'll okay. <laughs> definitely be doing that. Mrs. H, do your thing. Thank you for hopping into our bed. stop yet it's because you're going to tell a joke you ready go no, tell a joke no no i haven't got one what? don't put me on the spot like that no i haven't got one you haven't got one you didn't tell me to get one you you said you were always going to do no, a joke at the you end have, we haven't done one for last like ever but last like ever <laughs> your joke Off. <laughs> what is the joke <laughs> on you so if you'd like to see which club you wouldn't want to go to why not watch the swingers documentary on channel four <laughs> uh, definitely not one i would want to go to honestly they had a prawn ring what more could you want <laughs> and no he didn't eat the prawns <laughs> no, i did not eat the prawns or the ring oh god